Oh, yeah, this is going to be an awesome time together, ladies and gentlemen. Hello, this is your friend C.L. King coming to you live from the High Definition Studios here in Impactville. Yes, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. It is our Friday, even though it's on a Thursday. (laughs) And I am so delighted to be able to end our busy high broadcast week with a very high impact person. Now, I want you guys to know this, that every time we go live, It's important for everyone to be able to share. So one of the things that CL has to do is I have to do this silly thing with Zoom. I have to go back and tell Zoom I want everybody to see it, not just my friends. We Sharing is caring here, y'all, so we let everybody see it. I'm just changing the privacy real quick so that now my guests can share it and everybody in her circle can see it too. So listen, life happens, ladies and gentlemen. I want you to listen to me closely. For those of you who think life will evade you, it won't. And, you know, we talk about adversity. We talk about struggle. We talk about various things that come up. And we can't avoid those things. But oftentimes, we get mired down in them, and we don't know what to do. Step parenting is one of those things. I can't believe for the first time in four years, we have brought a bona fide step parenting guru and coach to Impacting Life 24-7. That's right. My guest, Maria Natapov, is here live with us to discuss and help you with some strategies if you're a stepmom or a stepdad or step-grandparent or step whatever your title is in step parenting. She has went through and been through quite a bit of experience and she has captured all of that in her teaching and her coaching to help people who just feel stuck. You feel like you're going down the wrong road. You feel like there's tension in the home. This is why you need to strap in tonight and listen very closely to my guest because she's going to give us some golden nuggets of truth. You know, I had looked at her resume. I was going to read her entire resume, but we've been talking for 30 minutes. And one of the things that I love about this person our guest is that she's just real and genuine. So I said, well, let me do an intro from my heart with no notes. That's exactly what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen. So listen, get a pen and pad. I want you to be able to connect immediately with our guest. We're going to share her information and she's going to share her impact. Welcome to the High Definition Studios, Maria Natapov. What an intro. Thank you so much, Yell. It is such an honor to be here. I'm so psyched. Is that an intro or what, Maria? That is, oh, out of this world. You tell what, a, all, what a greeting. <laughs> you tell all those other podcasters, they got to step their game up. You know what I'm so we're I so, hear you. We're so thankful for having you on our show. And Greg and I are delighted that you took time out of your schedule to be with us. And so one of the things that we want to, we want we know how me and you like to talk. Right. Mm-hmm. We, me, me, <laughs> and me and Maria before in the pre-show, we probably could have do, we probably could do three or four shows tonight. Easy without mm-hmm. even, without even having any show prep. Um, but I, I want to get as much out of you into our people, uh, tonight. So we're going to get right to it. So one of the first things that we like to know, and we like to do this immediately is how can people connect with you, Maria? Sure. So I am obviously on Facebook at Maria Natapov. I'm on LinkedIn at Synergistic Step Parenting. I am on my website, obviously, which is synergisticstepparenting.com. I have some free goodies. I have a podcast with short 
episodes that are full of actionable tips and strategies that people can implement right away. That's my jam. So yeah, those are the best places to find me. Yeah. You can find her, you can find her on Facebook. Uh, I think I found her. We, we are part of a, a podcast collab club that's got about 40,000 people podcast collab group. <laughs> and so she, she reached out uh, because I was looking for people. We only bring people on here that are making an impact. And you, so you can go to synergisticstepparenting.com and find her there. I would love for you to go there right now or go find her at Maria Natapov on Facebook. I really like that last name. That last name is just, it sounds so powerful. <laughs> so tell us a little bit about Maria and introduce yourself to our audience. Sure, I'll be brief with this. So I am obviously, as you mentioned, a step parenting coach and strategist. And in addition to being a certified trauma-informed parent coach, a certified coach, a rapid resolution therapy practitioner. What really makes me qualified to do this work is the story of how I got into this work. So I became a step parent over a decade ago, five years into my journey, my stepdaughter revealed to my partner and myself that she was being abused and neglected by her bio mom and stepdad. It had been going on for years and she was being silenced. So we acted really quickly. My partner got full physical custody. And overnight, I found myself stepping into a full-time mom role while holding space for the fact that I'm not her mom. Six months into this, the honeymoon period was over as she faced chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, um, suicidality, and food restriction head on. And as luck would have it, um, my company restructured and my job was eliminated. And the... The funny thing is, though, that this turn of events is exactly what allowed me to learn the lessons and make sense of the experience that is really the cornerstone of the rock solid relationships I have in my blended family. And it's actually what I help clients find as well, um, you know, in their blended families. So I um, was given that I was unemployed at this point, scrolling the internet, job searching, and I stumbled on the trauma-informed parent coaching program. Within one day, I was enrolled, and that was the beginning of my you know, coaching journey. And when I joined step parenting support groups um, to really you know, ensure that we're doing the best that we can for my stepdaughter in this really vulnerable situation, uh, I quickly realized how isolated and overwhelmed step parents were. Uh, a lot of them were depressed, some were even suicidal, and many were using substances just to cope. And so I realized, you know, I'd acquired many skills and strategies that were absolutely, you know, critical for my family, and that I could help others by sharing those to also transform family chaos into harmonious co-parenting. So that's really how Synergistic Step Parenting was born. And here we are. That was a great that was a great uh, description, by the way. And again, ladies and gentlemen, if you'd like to connect with our guest, you can go to synergisticstepparenting.com and get connected with my guest, Maria Natapov. Let me tell you something. I and Maria both have something in common. Uh, I was a, I'm a, I am a step parent. Uh, I was I, but I became a step parent at 19 years old. I had no clue. All I knew was from a childhood of abuse and neglect and homelessness that I knew what I didn't want for, mm -hmm. for my stepson. So I didn't do those things. <laughs> so that was at least a, a step up. But there were still many things that, that I struggled with. 
And when when you when you are you know looking at the dynamics of of being a step parent, um, if if someone is in the throes and they're just so frustrated and they don't they don't know what to do, what maybe would be the first thing you would suggest they they do to try to stop this negative trajectory? Yes, I would say take a step back. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, really find a quiet space, whatever that looks like for you going on a drive, going to a local park or coffee shop, you know, whatever your bit of quiet, bit of calm, bit of sanity is mm-hmm. your, your little oasis, you know, maybe it's just being in your car, um, yeah. just go there and just take some breaths, you know, just allow the quiet to settle in. Cause sometimes when you're doing a million things, you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off, all these people and competing priorities, everyone and everything is demanding your attention. It can be, you can just literally be overwhelmed because you're not even noticing what your body needs and what you're feeling because you're so out, right? Trying to meet all the needs of everything else. So getting quiet is the first, I would say that is the first most critical and the simplest thing one can do. And then from there, things will arise. You'll yeah, recognize, you know, I, I do, I do feel that is a, is a tremendous um, recommendation because sometimes we just feel like we're so in it that yeah. we, that we can't get out of it. You know what I'm saying? And we have to be, I would say, yes, Greg, the show has started. Where are you at? <laughs> Greg says, are we not live? Oh, you know what, Maria, let me make, let me double check this. Cause I was wondering why I didn't see anybody on there. Yeah, we're alive, Greg. What are you talking about? You know what? We'll charge it to Greg being almost 60, so he don't know nothing about <laughs> technology. <laughs> um, you know, when when you think about it, you're like, you're so in it, you, you don't, you know, and I, I really appreciate what you said. Sometimes we look for this super magic silver, you know, give me 50,000 steps. And sometimes mm-hmm. the first step is to just say, let me take a step back here. Yes. Yeah. Let me, let me take a step. Mm-hmm. Now you talked about this. This is interesting, man. I got to hurry, Boy, we're already at seven 11. We, we <laughs> you talked about the honeymoon period. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it's so strange, right? Related to trauma. Everyone's like, what? Talk to us about. Yes. It. So very common when somebody is going through a really overwhelming experience, really negative, really painful, it's common to just be in survival mode. So they're not really processing their emotions and they're suppressing kind of a lot of that. It's just, there's no room. Our brain, our physiology is wired that way. We are, we're geared towards survival. So we preserve all of those higher functioning uh, brain activity, like processing our emotions, processing our feelings when we're dealing with an actual threat. Right. So when you're in that environment for a prolonged amount of time, that basically, like I said, shuts down all of the, the processing. And so when you're finally removed from it, it feels like a temporary relief. And that's why I say honeymoon period, because especially when it's prolonged, like it was for my poor stepdaughter for years and years, um, she literally felt like, okay, this is just a temporary reprieve. It's like I'm on vacation. This is not going to last. This is not permanent. So her brain is still, her body and brain were still not used to what it's like to actually process the emotions of the trauma she was experiencing on a daily basis while living with her mom and stepdad. So back then she was living with them five days out of the week. We only had her on weekends. And then once during vacations, we had a little extra time. Um, So that honeymoon period is that 
temporary relief that your body needs just to breathe at first. And then those emotions come bubbling up. It's inevitable. It's going to happen. How long that lasts really depends on the individual. Yeah. And, and that's important for you to kind of know that, you know what I mean? That mm -hmm. because I, I imagine that especially, I guess there's different dynamics based on the age of the child. Would you say? Would I mean, partly, and I think a lot of it just has to do with the individual person, okay. you know, there's just the, the physiology, like how the resiliency, I mean, all, all of that just really depends on what have they been exposed to, right? What skills have they built and what naturally has been modeled for them. That's a lot of how we learn up to the age of about seven years old is we're sponges soaking up whatever we're exposed to. So that's people, television, literally anything that is in our vicinity, like radio stations, anything and everything we're exposed to, we're soaking up that information. And at that point, we're not analyzing it and choosing like, oh, I like this. I don't like this. We don't have that filter yet. So we're just soaking it in and, and assimilating it like, oh, this is fact. This is fact. This is fact. Right. Yeah. And we're just soaking it into ourselves. Wow. That's powerful, man. Again, I am joined by y'all hear how rich this stuff is, man. I, <laughs> we should, we should have charged for the for admission tonight. My, my <laughs> guest, Maria Natapov from what, what state are you from? Mass. Massachusetts, and she doesn't even talk like a a, a Massachusetts, but uh, <laughs> definitely, definitely, uh, we're we're blessed to have you at the High Definition Studios here at Impactville. And one of the one of the things that I love about what you've started and the work that you're doing um, is that you're giving people an opportunity to get get running right away. You know, mm -hmm. so when we when we look at the synergisticsteppparenting.com uh, opportunity. I became, I went and downloaded the the five steps today and I'm not, I'm, my stepson is 30 years old now. So he's gone, got his own family, kids and everything else. But I said, I just want to, I want to see what, like, let's say I was a, a, a renewed step parent and I had young kids in the house or whatever. And you went and gave us some strategies that mm -hmm. are really, truly, truly amazing. One of the things that I love is these four keys that you said to, to start moving forward uh, in a way that feels good. One of the things you said was strengthen your boundaries and values. Explain that. Yeah, absolutely. So before we can meet people's expectations, it's really important so that we don't feel like too much is being put on our plate and asked of us, right? Which so being a, a recovered people pleaser, I'm very familiar with this concept, you know, resentment builds because you're like, ah, oh, this person is just taking, taking, taking. Well, it's probably because you hadn't identified what your boundaries and values are. And therefore you didn't know what your line is. So, and then you, of course, then didn't know how to communicate about that line. And therefore people are encroaching and wanting more and more. And when you don't identify that, when you're not clear about that, when you're not holding that boundary, that's where there's much opportunity for resentment to settle in and, and burnout. And I love that because see, I, and I talk about this in one of my speeches, I can't remember the name of the speech, but I talk about, if you look around, all you have to do is go out your front door and you see borders and boundaries. Right. You go to mm -hmm. you, you go to the you go to the end of the street. There's a stop sign. There's a curb. You go down on the highway. There's lines and a speed limit. Right. Yeah. We're surrounded by borders and boundaries. And oftentimes mm -hmm. we think that that's a that's a negative thing when it really is a part of our everyday life. Absolutely. And it's what keeps us safe as you identify with those great examples. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, I, I love it. And so also your values. I, I, I like that part, too, because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, strengthening your values is important. And you, you should uh, I, I mean, you should pro- be able to project those. Right. Absolutely. Because another key you may recognize from the download is aligning with your partner. Yeah. And you can't begin to have those really important conversations about, you know, hey, what are our values as a family? And what is our value when it comes to the kids and how we raise the kids or, you know, what we're expecting of them and what we're hoping is going to be the biggest things that they take away once they, you know, launch into the world from the, from the nest. Right. Um, you can't start to have those conversations until you are at least clear on what your values are. Now, I think that it's possible, right, through communication to be able to shift and expand what, what your values are perhaps, but you can't even begin to have the conversation until you at least identify where you are starting from. I love that. And one of the things that she says, ladies and gentlemen, I'm joined and Greg and I, Greg finally figured out that Facebook was live. Uh, uh, Maria, I told, I, 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 I messaged down to my team and I said, Hey, are we live? Then I said, yeah, you live all day. Greg's just, he's, he's on. <laughs> God love Greg. Um, so when we when we talk about uh, aligning with your partner, because you 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 craftily weave that <laughs> in, y'all know she's a podcast host. You can tell she's good. Um, when you you sit down with your partner alone and you mm-hmm. ask them, what are your top parenting values? I love that step number one. The second one is, what role do you see me playing in your child's life? Now that that is an interesting question because do you see that question sometimes uh illuminating well maybe this won't be for me no i think what it is is it gives an opportunity to have a particular place that a person is starting from and at the very least just like with the values question right like we can shift it we can reconsider, we can have some more discussion about it and possibly come around to looking at things in a new way, but we still need to start <laughs> where we are in order to be able to get there. I love and, that. Go ahead. Yeah. And the other thing is I think in step parenting always, right? Because like, usually it's a long-term commitment, just like marriage, right? Like, again, we've talked about this in the pre-show very briefly. Nobody is getting married to get divorced. That's right. not something they're looking forward to and are expecting. So you know, most of the time step parenting is a long-term commitment. So the idea is that you get to expand in your role over time, but it is critical to, in an effort to, um, you know, for kids, they usually really struggle with a family that they've just lost because the parents got divorced um, or perhaps even one of the parents passed away, which is, you know, even more painful. And they're just not ready for another adult to come in and full blast, like, Hey, I'm the new parent. Here's, you know what I mean? I'm going to step on in like, that's just not that they're, it's too painful. It's too raw. It's too uncomfortable. It's too much. So, so then, so then in in addition to this, we're going to give some sub teaching here with our, with our parenting, our step parenting expert, who is a phenomenal uh, clinician of this topic. Um, (laughs) You said, you said the role, what role do you see me playing in your child's life? And, and, Okay, when we deal with those, hey, man, here's kind of the the data points. We also, as step parents, have to be mindful, because you just kind of said it, that we can't come in with a big old tambourine and pom-poms and lights flashing saying, okay, now I'm the the parent and everything's going to be okay. That could probably be a turnoff, huh? 
Yeah. For kids, it's, it's way too much. Oftentimes they're just not ready, especially if they're young, you know, but I mean, honestly, sometimes it's even harder for them when they're tweens and teens. So, but, but even for adult children, which many people are shocked to find out, but even full-blown adults, like thirties and up when their brain has fully developed, which yeah. interestingly enough, that doesn't even happen until the mid twenties or late twenties. Right. right. But even when that has happened, it just rocks the person's sense of security. Everything they've ever known, their understanding for the world has been their core family. And right. when their parents get divorced, it completely rocks everything. And oftentimes they feel so disoriented, like literally the rug has been pulled out from underneath them and they don't know what to trust. Well, let me and, ask you this. Let me ask yeah. She has so much information, y'all. I have <laughs> to get it in because she is she is like a scroll. So let me ask you this. Um, you talked about the older, older kids, right? Mm -hmm. And you talk about how there can be, there can be this, you know, like they like the rug got pulled out from up under them. Mm -hmm. um, do do you do you find um, that you know we're talking about you know approaches and we're talking about ways to to kind of get into being a good step parent and understanding that would would a conversation with the older stepchild be beneficial or should you say hey in the future maybe you and i could sit down and have lunch and do a one-on-one -on -one about the realities that 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 are in place now you know absolutely whenever there's opportunity for any of those conversations that's phenomenal mm -hmm. um how to introduce that right i think just really noticing uh body language and all of the subtle cues right like facial expressions energy yeah. how are things going when you're around period will definitely inform you whether or not even mentioning it and and you know fully putting out the invitation is the right thing to do right now maybe it is maybe it isn't but i think right just kind of like just observing and really tuning in and trying your best to notice and, you know, maybe even asking your partner. But I think if you are able to observe, the more you're able to observe yourself, the more you'll definitely get a feel and sure throw out the invitation. It doesn't hurt, but if you're getting a lot of kind of shutting down distance, avoiding eye contact, like, no, thanks. Oh, you're here. I'm going to go kind of energy. Then right. maybe now's not the time for that, but wherever possible, just, you know, being kind not overwhelming, but sort of reassuring, right? Like inviting interaction is, she just, is a great thing to do. She just gave us a million dollar answer because <laughs> let me tell you something that you could apply this, you know, obviously we're focused on step parenting and Greg, we've invited her to our leadership Institute because this is just such a valuable topic, but we, we can apply this to our, our, you know, our biological kids too. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, so, so I, if I if I could just go back and sometimes have just looked at the nonverbal cues my kids were giving me, I might have just put duct tape over my mouth and shut <laughs> up. You know what I'm saying? And easier said than done, though. Yeah, I will yeah. say, yeah. like you can know all the things, and doesn't mean that you're gonna get it right all the time. And you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, nope, it's it's still messy at times. Yeah, it is, and 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 that's where. This uh, that's where the other piece comes in. You talked about um, building trust with your mm -hmm. your stepchild, and I, I think that let me see what number that is. Wherever it's at, we we can yeah. flow with it either way. You, you number day number four of the 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 course that you're going to be with her on on the free course is create trust with your stepchild. Uh, mm -hmm. Help us unpack that a little bit. 
Absolutely. So trust is really the core, right? It's not about coming on perfect. At, we chatted about this again, CLU and I, in my day, my mom tried to be stoic and she's like, nope, I've got all the answers. I could never let you smell my weakness. <laughs> and it hurts so bad because I, that actually put more pressure, made me feel more like a failure, if anything. And the key is they're not expecting you to be perfect. And you, you actually don't really want to, whether you're a parent or a step-parent, send that signal to your kids that you need to be perfect. You want them to see your imperfections because the truth is life is hard. It's full of messy moments that we oftentimes don't have any control over. Right. The key is to be able to have grace, have compassion, be able to recognize when it hurts, when you're sad, when you're scared. It's fine to name it. Now, I will say with a caveat, if you have little kids or just really kids in general, you want to assess where are they at emotionally because you don't want to put too much on them. What I mean by that is you don't want to sit in front of your four-year-old sobbing, right? Oh, right, right. Because it's, <laughs> because something is like so traumatic because you're yeah. getting a divorce or like, you know what I mean? Or yeah. um, because you're so scared. However, you can name and say, it's okay to be scared. I'm scared too. You yeah. know, and, and it's okay to cry. You just don't want to be like completely out of control, chaotic, like do that for sure. Do that with other adults, with friends, with some, you know, maybe a coach, maybe a therapist, whatever, find your supports. I think that is so critical, you know, but you don't want to overload them. You want to maintain the boundary because rec recognize, you know, you are their sense of security. So if they're not able to fully understand the situation, you want to put too much on them, depending on where they're at, as far as their emotional age, their maturity level, but right. you can level with them and speak to them honestly, because most of the times those scary things, you think you're doing them a favor by hiding. They already know they might not have the words to describe it exactly, but they know. And when they get older, they know exactly what's what, because now they get the words to remember all that experience they were having when they were younger and they remember all of it in great detail. So, so let's look at this, ladies and gentlemen, I, I, again, we're joined by Maria. Napo let, let me, let me look back at the screen. Cause see, I just forgot that fast. Not <laughs> I did said it 15 times. I still can't remember. And uh, you can find her at uh synergistic parenting.com. You can find her on LinkedIn. synergistic step parenting, Sy synergistic step parenting. I got it right here in front of me. <laughs> synergistic step parenting.com. And uh, you can be a part of her Facebook group. Find her at Maria Natapov. And one of the things that I wanted to ask you was this. This is kind of like just picking your brain because it's not every day we get somebody with this, this type of level of experience. But let's say that there wasn't a traumatic <clears throat> mm. um, separation, right? Yeah. And um, so you got stepmom, stepdad, stepmom, stepdad, you know, both sides. How... Um, I've always wondered this because it was even a challenge for me until kind of God gave me a revelation. I told my, my, my son, mm -hmm. I told his dad, I said, listen, I know that my, my job is not to replace you. You will always be dad. Right. I said, but I'm going to do my very best to make him not feel like he's the third wheel. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and so it, we, developed a kind of a collaborative understanding like when he would sometimes i've seen it where they go to their dad right and the dad's remarried and then when the kid comes back you don't ask about anything that happened like it's their mm -hmm. world in this world it, mm -hmm. it, is it healthy to to to, to kind of have that communal uh, approach or 
I think that's beautiful whenever you can have it, right? When you can have it, right. When you can have it, that is always the best way because it creates like you exactly like what you said, that the child feels free to talk about all the things. They just basically get extra people to love them. They just feel loved. And that's a beautiful thing. Any extra love support somebody to possibly like show you new skills you wouldn't have learned otherwise or new hobbies, right? Like whatever that just creates a richer world and experience for you and more support. Like who, who wouldn't want more support and cheerleaders? Come on now. One, uh, one, of, <laughs> one of the things that uh, Maria says on her, our, her day number five, building community with family. One of the things she says, Greg, is she says, breathe. Oh, I love mm-hmm. it. Cause I just, I just did a two night series at the jail telling the folks, telling the residents to breathe again. Yes. So that boy, God always confirms things. Put She says, put yourself in their shoes and imagine what you would like to hear that would help you feel more comfortable in this situation. One of the things that she goes on to say, Maria goes on to say is three positive relationship building blocks. Be interested. So how can I give us a tool or a tip of how, how a step parent can, can be interested and show yeah. them. Yeah. Just really like ask, genuinely ask, right? Like, Hey, what are you, what do you do for work? Or what, you know, what are your passions or what are your hobbies, right? Like anywhere that there's something and maybe even like if the person is really just kind of, you can tell they're not really up for sharing, share a little about you, like see if you can stumble on something like, you know, like break the ice, like you give a little and then see if they'll be willing to kind of give a little. Um, And again, you know, like what we talked about before reading that subtle nonverbal, the nonverbal cues, right? Like not pushing too much, but being friendly, watching and noticing when there's an opportunity to be helpful, lend a hand, right? Like those are the things they make people feel special. They make people feel like you're noticing and you're caring and you're hearing them, right? Like those are the basic needs that all of us have. One of the things Maria says, which I really, really love at the, at the end of this is it says naturally with new high stakes situations, and when you're coming into someone else's personal world, it might be necessary to take one on the chin sometimes. Wow, that now that is profound. Um, but then she goes on to say, watch this. She says, you never have to be a doormat to understand understanding the two and yeah. pick and choose your battles as you maneuver your new personalities without an established history or prior knowledge. So you're you're kind of building the plane as you fly it, huh? Absolutely. Right. You don't have any other choice. Like you're not going to say you were to be gifted like a book with all the facts. I mean, right. you know, regardless, you're just not going to remember it all. You're not going to have all the answers. And like you said, you know, I mean, really like being humble and being like, oh, okay. Yep. Sorry about that. That was walked right into that one. <laughs> Didn't yeah. need to bring that up. Didn't know that was a thing. Now I know. Um, but then being able to not take it personally. Ooh. And being able to recover. Yeah. 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 And and I, I do believe that uh, I, I can just say this from personal experience for, for my wife. She, um, you know, some of those things that you asked in the beginning, what role do you want me to play? We didn't sit down and ask those questions because we were so young and mm-hmm. she was, we were getting ready to have our own child. Right. And so all we did was say, we're just going to have this family. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're just, we're just yeah. and we, and, but, but one thing that I, I am glad about that we have in 2023 is that we can connect step parents out there with Maria Natapov. And if you would like to connect with her and get some strategies and, and some coaching, 
you can see how compassionate she is and how passionate she is about what she does. Um, just go to synergisticstepparenting.com and man, just download. She got some free goodies. She got some opportunities for a, a you got a group too, right? A Facebook group. I don't at the moment, but there, I have a support group and I have, you know, like I said, the podcast, there's, there's definitely lots of free stuff. Yeah. Well, I want you guys to, I, well, you know, I also, we, we believe in free, but we also believe in, in, uh, we believe in taking care of you too. So, uh, with the skills that you bring, some people, uh, may need that higher level coaching. And I know that you're up for the challenge and, and, uh, highly qualified to do that. Let's just, before we go, we're over Maria, we're three minutes over. So I'm going to have to charge this to your account. <laughs> um, if someone is, is going to say, man, I need, I need an extended coaching uh, time with Maria to help our family. Mm -hmm. What does what the first initial uh, session look like? Well, the first thing is actually not a session is the okay. good news. And it's actually free as well, okay. which is they just fill out a form that gives me a little bit more information and gives them an opportunity to think a little bit more about what's going on for them. And then they get to book a free call and it's called an, you know, a, an assessment call. And we figure out where they're at and what is the next best step for them. Okay. Well, and they have more clarity. <laughs> I think, I think clarity is important. And I think getting together with someone who has, you know, you're not just, you're not just someone sitting around looking for something to coach, but, but you've experienced it yourself. Yeah. And I can say this, man. And I talked about this with, with someone else that we get coaches for everything, but these types of things, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so I would love for everyone out there that who has listened to this, go to her Facebook page, Maria Notapov, or you can go to her website, synergisticparenting.com. Have you heard that? Synergistic step parenting. Synergistic. <laughs> see, and that's why we work so well together. She knew what I meant. Sorry. Synergistic step parent. It's in the chat, y'all. So just click on the link there. Synergisticstepparenting.com. Yeah, I know my brain is reverting to synergistic parenting, but it's synergisticstepparenting.com. Now listen. What I do in this portion of the show, which we didn't we didn't plan or we didn't prep for, is I give one minute to our guest to speak to those people that she that they serve. So I would love for you to have a one minute of encouragement to all of our step parents out there. Give them hope and give them promise because you've made a great impact on them tonight. The floor is yours. Thank you. I just want to say, you know, no matter where you're at. We've all had really dark times sometimes, and sometimes it can feel completely hopeless and that you are by yourself and that it's not gonna end, but every night has its dawn and you are much, much stronger than you ever can believe that you are. And you already have everything you need inside of you. The key is just how do you unlock it, right? Finding the path to it. So believe that there are resources, there are experts, Obviously I'm a resource, but not just myself. There are people that can help you. You don't have to walk it alone. They've already walked the path. They have shortcuts. They have specific skills and strategies and you, you just don't have to do it alone. You're not alone. So there's people you can talk to. Like I said, I have a support group. It's also free. <laughs> Come join us, you know, just, just take the first step, right? Do, do one thing, just do one small step, whatever that is for yourself. And know that 
we don't often allow ourselves to get help, but help is what's necessary. It takes a village. We all know that saying, it takes a village to raise a child, a stepchild, whoever they are to you. And that is exactly why it is important to bounce ideas off of each other and connect with people who understand your experience. All right. So Maria Natapov, all the way up there from Massachusetts, you can find her at, watch this, SynergisticStepParenting.com. Thank you. (laughs) My brain turns to mush the longer the show goes. And so this has been such a rewarding time, uh, a very, a very relevant topic. And Greg says, man, reach out, everyone. Tell someone this is great information. Uh, The website is in the chat. Amazing show. Book a free call. So that's what we want you guys to do. Please share the word. We've already shared this in our Leadership Institute for maybe some some of those who may find themselves in this situation and uh, need need someone else in their corner. So you're not alone. And uh, thank you, Maria. We'll have you back again real soon. Uh, You're a part of the family now, so stick around, okay? Thank you so much. It's been such a such an honor to be here. I really appreciate it. All right, you tell all those other podcasters how well CL treats you, okay? <laughs> I will. I'll be sure to do it. <laughs> all right, you take care. Have a great weekend. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. So that was Maria Natapov and Greg, where, how are you saying that the show wasn't live, Greg? What were you doing? Greg's got so many irons in the fire. And I am so blessed to have, I mean, I got, I got him first. So all y'all out there trying to steal my friend, I got Greg first. You know what I mean? He, he, this is, this about to be his main iron when he retires from the, the police department. Great, great friend. And she was a great guest, Greg. I mean, just, we, we talk about, (laughs) we talk about, you know, all the practicality and all the things that sometimes we have made taboo that we don't talk about. And step parenting is one of them. And, and you can go into it completely wrong. And I wish I could have had a coach like Maria Natapov back 30 years ago. I would have really, I would have really, really, really <laughs> been a much better step parent. But uh, thankful with the help of God, we, we did the best that we could. Well, now you can say, well, we did the best that we could, but we also had resources. And that's what Impact in Life 24-7 is about bringing resources to you every night and the way these resources come to you is by by way of our sponsors listen tonight's show is sponsored by mama's boy catering and events with my great friend donald lamb if you need an event catered this is the person you want uh doesn't get any more high class hot top shelf and attention to detail than Donald Lamb. So Mama's Boy event on Facebook, just look that up. And I think I put it on my page today also for you guys to see that. So thank you, Donald, for being a a tremendous sponsor. Been a sponsor with us for a long time. And we just want to highlight you and say Mama's Boy events and planning is the reason why we were able to bring such high quality content to you every single night that we do this show Monday night, Tuesday night, and Thursday night. All right, Greg, that's it for us. We will be in Havelock, North Carolina. Speaking at Havelock Middle, we'll be presenting Don't Drop the Hammer 2, part 2. 
Haven't done that speech in quite some time. And so we have revised it for a Black History event. Looking so forward to being with those folks there at Havelock Middle. And then we'll be jetting up the street to another middle school there in Carteret County the same day, Greg. I forgot to tell you about that, but you don't have to come to that one. All right, so that's it for, for us tonight. I hope everyone continues to be blessed. If you'd like to become a sponsor, go to clkingspeaker.com. Do you know we have sponsorship as low as $1? Now, all this stuff costs way more than a dollar, but we have we have a, a sponsorship for a dollar, five dollars and fifteen dollars. We love to bring you on board and help spread the word about what you're doing, because that's what we do for our sponsors. All right. Thank you so much, Greg. We'll see you on the 27th. Don't drop the hammer. Part deuce. Later. <laughs>